0: My fellow liberty-loving Americans, all across the fruited plains, from one sea to shining sea, this is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here. Another uh, wild, whimsical Wednesday, a wise sort of Wednesday for Torchport 551, leveraging the power of personal beliefs to overcome impossible things. Today, friends, we're going to be expanding some empowering concepts to process the pure insanity of it all. But first. Uh, I want to start out with some satire at its finest this morning. Uh, Out in the the headline news, the Babylon Bee had a a great... Piece of satire. The Babylon Bee, for those who don't know, they're known for their state of the art satire. They often capture the heart of a matter kind of with an uncanny tongue in cheek assessment of current affairs. For example, the article out today about the uh, commie chief Xi Jinping overseeing elections in the glistening, needle littered bastion of feces <laughs> uh, known as San Francisco. From uh, top of the page of the Babylon Bee, I put a screenshot in here. Hey, Friends, by the way, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetortureport.com, Check out tortureport.com, and you'll see this spiffy, annotated screenshot from the Babylon Bee. It says, President Xi Jinping appointed to serve on San Francisco Elections Commission. I'll just read a little excerpt here. Quote, In an unexpected move to strengthen and add legitimacy heading into the 2024 election season, Chinese President Xi Jinping was appointed to serve on the San Francisco Elections Commission. Though the leader of the Chinese Communist Party is not an American citizen, and many would argue that he has a vested interest in undermining and destabilizing the United States, proponents of the move hailed it as a landmark achievement for diversity and a step toward improved diplomatic relations between the two world powers. It's a move that makes perfect sense, said Board of Supervisors President Aaron Peskin. Why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we want the leader of a rival nation playing an important role in an election here in the United States? I mean, he clearly has extensive experience in politics, and his prominent position indicates that he's a man of integrity, and he would never do anything improper right? (sighs) When reached for comment, Xi Jinping expressed gratitude for the opportunity to serve uh, thank you for such a great honor, he said, through his interpreter. My years of experience in secretly overseeing elections in the United States will come in handy in my new role, publicly overseeing elections in the United States, starting out small in an, area, in an area like San Francisco, which is basically a Chinese province. Uh, will let That'll let me get my feet wet before I expand my influence. Also, please continue using TikTok at this time. Thank you, says Xi Jinping. <laughs> End quote. Oh, friends, it's just nuts. You know, it's crazy. It's fun, Uh, but what I love most about this satire is the way in which they capture the very real rationalization of stupidity. You know, the whole man of integrity who would never do anything improper. Stick. I mean, you know that that pretty much sums up the extent of critical thinking uh, in certain circles these days, on the left in particular. You know, whereas. Once upon a time, liberals were keen to stick to the man and demand that the government keep its money-grubbing, meddling mitts out of their lives, as the heavy mental tampering has taken its toll, as the obscene social conditioning has pressed into excess, these once-skeptical, liberty-loving liberals have grown quite affectionate for good old Uncle Sam, and and now it's like they're BFFs. I mean, they share a bed, they frequently fornicate with each other, it's sick, it's incestuous, friends, (laughs) and yet it's happening. It's it's like a... uh, well, it's like watching a sly and cunning groomer have their way with an innocent victim it, it it's It's looking on in disbelief here as the blatant Abuse continues unabated, and again, it's happening on both sides of the aisle, but with each day that passes, liberals seem to slide ever deeper into depravity, kind of passively accepting the increasingly deranged narrative, drifting further into the abyss of subjective justification, doubling down on all the nonsense that they've been conditioned and taught to believe. But again, in all fairness, friends, there, there's a great deal of nonsense circulating on both sides. There's a lot of nonsense circling in conservative circles as well. And as human beings, I think we'd all be wise to realize that, that we each are susceptible in our own ways to being duped. The truth is that we can, in fact, convince ourselves of anything, right? I mean, it's just human nature. Uh, we can fervently believe that we're right no matter what. And even when it turns out that we 're wrong in every way, we can still cling to these beliefs. I believe that uh, anyone who's ever been married, anyone who 's ever had kids, anyone who 's ever taken a moment to reflect on life and the human experience, you know exactly what I 'm talking about here. This is just part of being a human being, and that 's yet, I think another reason to appreciate satire. It brings it all you know it brings it all front and center for us. It makes for a good laugh, but it gives us the opportunity. To reflect on the silliness of human nature. When we can laugh at ourselves, when we can laugh at each other, I think it helps to break up the rigid nature of our ego's arrogance. And it's the galvanized ego that we need to get beyond to find common ground, to come together, stand together, and overcome tyranny. So nobody likes to be wrong, right? You know? and, and if we're honest with ourselves... We have to admit that we're all wrong sometimes. It's not a scary thing to say. It's just the truth. Uh, Anyway, just in case there was any doubt, of course, the leader of the CCP is not directly going to oversee the California elections. He's still going to do that kind of clandestinely because, of course, he's got an entire cyber army to take care of that for him, many of whom work within our own government agencies like CISA, the DOJ, FBI, CIA, NSA, and other deep state agencies. Jen Easterly comes to mind. I did put a link in there, uh, Torch Report 369, meeting the global elite, In that report Back in almost a year ago, May of last year, I was talking about who's over in Bilderberg, and and, uh, high-level officials from these agencies were there in Bilderberg. They were meeting in China with the CCP and others to talk about how China is a role model for the world. So. Let's not forget that, you know, when when you've got the secret global cabal, when you've got globalists at the UN, the WHO, and within our own political establishment, openly hailing China, China, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, as a role model for the world, we best take note, you know, by extension of that declaration, every agent within our own government who is operating on behalf of the global collective, or in the media for that matter, everyone within the ranks of uh, of American society and institutions who are passionately dedicated to building global democracy, they are in fact ideologically aligned with Xi Jinping, the commie dictator from China. What's critical to understand here, I think, is that those who have been successfully assimilated into the collective hive mind, they're no longer capable of thinking for themselves. This, as, as the astute listening audience probably already knows, is, is in fact the result of a memetic infection, a meme, a memetic infection. This is what happens when a mental virus takes control of an individual's brain, thereby driving all manner of psychotic, self-destructive behavior. That's what we see on full display each and every day. And as always, friends, as you know, there's a science to this, right? You may recall, if you've been with me, how DARPA, uh, they developed military grade memes, and in, uh, in the process of developing these military grade memes, the deep state is now able to guarantee, to guarantee the propagation of an idea. No matter how crazy it may be, military grade memes guarantee the propagation, the spread of an infectious idea. In other words, (laughs) just to be perfectly clear, I know it sounds crazy, but by using highly advanced military research, the government now has the means, they've developed the means to guarantee that people buy their lies, 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 I tell you. (laughs) So if we put it all together, you put the lime in the coconut and shake it all up, you know, we can assume there's collusion between the global collective and these secret cabal, the so-called secret cabal and all that, assuming that, you know, putting it all together, what we have here is a recipe for disaster. You know, we have a a dark and powerful force that is exploiting human nature, that is spreading infectious ideas and conditioning the masses to accept a cult-like collective sacrifice of personal freedom and national sovereignty at the global scale. And what I want to emphasize here, friends, is that The vast majority of people have no idea that this is happening. Present company excluded, of course, you are light years ahead, leaps and bounds ahead of the average uh, citizen. But once a person's eyes are open to, to the science of it all and to the extent to which mental manipulation and mind control has been studied and has been being deployed by the global elites for decades then all the craziness starts to make sense. So I think informing people about the science of it all is a good starting point. But to do that, we have to have uh, some common ground. But really, just kind of you know, try to make it practical, tactical here. Uh, when, we, when we learn about, for example, I don't know if you saw in the news today, liberals up in Seattle... Another cesspool like San Francisco. They're proudly announcing a homosexual intifada—that uh, this radical gay protest. All the gays and the homosexuals are going to protest to stand in solidarity with the Palestinian Islamic terrorists who hate homosexuals. Uh, when we see that, we can we can simply see it for what it is: it's insanity. It doesn't make a lick of sense. It's it's an agitated form of psychosis. It's being intentionally provoked via psychological manipulation. The same thing goes for college professors telling young adults that they have to stop reproducing and raising families because, quote, one extra child may be responsible for the severe suffering or even death of one or two future people, period, end, quote. Again, friends, it's nuts, it's pure insanity. And... To be fair, on the right side of the aisle, we see very similar levels of insanity. For example, uh, Liz Cheney came out today with the absolutely delusional announcement that she may run for president in 2024 because she, Liz Cheney, is what the American people need because she, Liz Cheney, is obsessively committed to doing whatever it takes to defeat Donald Trump. Okay? She's on the right side of the aisle, ostensibly, in theory. The same also goes for the farcical assertion that any Republican who doesn't support funding an absolutely unwinnable, never-ending war in Ukraine has somehow surrendered to the communist. That was out there. Again, uh, real clear politics had that out there. So it's a right-side source saying this. And Obviously, we could go on and on ad nauseum here, listing the endless ways in which the world has gone crazy, and 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 the ways in which so many people around us have completely lost touch with reality, but doing that, I think, would just pretty much be a waste of time, because we know that the world's gone crazy, and we know why the world has gone crazy. So let's turn our attention to some solutions for a moment. Let's go ahead and zoom way out, zoop, way out here, precisely 416 reports ago, four score and 416 reports ago, I straight out on a limb to emphasize the importance of believing in impossible things. In that report, highlighting several revelations that thread together into this current conversation, uh, for example, the globalist strategy to use mass vaccination campaigns to drive depopulation for example the weaponization of sentient ai and all of that the gist of of believing in impossible things is that what's happening in the world today it is very nearly unimaginable it's very very hard to wrap the head around to imagine you got to be kidding me you know is this really happening and yes in fact it is happening hence the importance of believing in impossible things it seems impossible to believe that there is some secret cabal of elite evil doers Using military-grade memes to subconsciously tame the unsuspecting masses and condition the peasants to trust their masters. That seems impossible. Of course, even more impossible is the fact that while they're doing this, they're systematically reducing the human population by poisoning humanity, humanity with toxic experimental injections that were actually designed to harm, maim, and kill. And yet this is exactly what's happening. Of course, I wouldn't have believed it myself, and I don't expect you to take my word for anything. I'm just an ignorant peasant. But if, you know, I, I, if I hadn't spent thousands of hours researching and digging up all the primary sources, chasing the rabbits, you know, digging up the cold, hard facts to back this up, I wouldn't have believed it for myself. Therefore, I don't expect anyone else to believe it either. You know, I don't expect people to believe these impossible things. It's probably not a really good starting point for conversation but if we bend our minds towards solutions i think it becomes self-evident again that this kind of talk is is not likely to persuade someone to come join me over in Camp Crazy, right? I know who I know who I'm talking about here. The you know the audience here, of course, the astute listening audience of the Torch Report. You guys are more informed, so we can have these conversations. But if we're trying to engage people in conversation out on the street, maybe jumping right into uh, the the evildoers using toxic injections to uh, you know off half of humanity <laughs> or whatever, you know, that's not necessarily a good starting point. Instead personally, you know, kind of just through the the lens of personal experience, I have to understand and accept that all of this far-right conspiracy stuff, it's just a little too far out of reach. It's more or less impossible for most people's minds to grasp all of this. This is human nature, and so all at once we face a conundrum, right? There's an evil plot afoot, But most people refuse to pay attention precisely because it all sounds so fantastically absurd. In reality... I think what we need to remember here is that the forces behind this agenda, those who are pulling the strings and pulling it off, they're banking on this kind of mental deflection. They're banking on the coping mechanisms that lead to increasing degrees of detachment, more people putting their head in the sand, greater degrees of cognitive dissonance. And eventually all of it leads to Stockholm syndrome, wherein the victims fall in love with their abusers. It's a predictable part of human nature, because people don't know how to process the overwhelming evil of it all, and so they just simply deny that the evil exists. Again, it's all self-evident. We can see this all around us, and as with the, uh, the opening sat- satire, the masses, I think, naturally... Most human beings naturally revert to the default assumption that people in positions of power are people of inherent integrity, impeccable integrity, who would never, ever do anything improper. And at that point, when people just kind of revert to that default assumption, then all of a sudden, we're from the government and we're here to help. That becomes a soothing statement. That elicits a sense of emotional comfort, a strong sense of feeling safe and secure. We're from the government and we're here to help oh thank god you know who else could save me but the government you know don't worry the government's got your back they've got all of this under control they won't let anything bad happen to you they're gonna protect you from those nasty mega extremists from all those racist republicans from those radical christian insurrectionists the government's gonna do whatever it takes to protect democracy, to make sure our elections are safe and secure, to make sure all the forced vaccinations are safe and effective, and of course, and above all else, they will always keep people safe, especially the children. (laughs) Oh, friends, as as impossible as it seems, there are plenty of people who do believe these impossible things. Hence the importance of believing impossible things. But here's the twist, just to end it on a positive note today. The twist in all of this is this. Our personal beliefs are unimaginably powerful. Your personal beliefs are unimaginably powerful. You see, I strive as an optimist to see a solution within every problem, to see an opportunity within every obstacle. And I do so because I believe personally that my mindset directly impacts my lived experience. In essence, I can help shape and co-create my reality by mastering the faculty of my mind. This is something I believe that we all can do. It's an empowering gift endowed and imparted to us by our Creator. It's the secret solution to our world of woes. Yes. People believe all kinds of crazy things, and yes, we all believe all kinds of crazy things, and yes, as a matter of fact, we can use these facts to our advantage. As human beings, we will forever find common ground in the craziness of our ever-changing beliefs. It is impossible to understand life from a fixed point of view, is it not? Things are always changing, our minds are always adjusting, and we're, we're all doing the best we can to make. sense of what currently appears to be madness. Friends, I believe this serves as a prime starting point for engaging in conversations with humility. I believe we can change people's beliefs because Beliefs are changing all the time anyway, but the process starts by changing our own beliefs first. Americans can come together. We can stand together. We can achieve the impossible by casting off the shackles of tyranny and defeating the global cabal, but we have to believe that it's possible first. Friends, to win this war, we must believe what seems impossible. We can come together. We can win. Where there's a will, there's a way. And resist, we must. And that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, com. Find the heart, collect the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And, of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild, whimsical Wednesday Stay wise, friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. <laughs>